other tips you can do in terms of building stronger habits is have some kind of accountability partner. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. So excited to have you today for another episode in The Pursuit. Today, we're going to be talking about a very important subject. And that subject is one of the ones, if not the one, probably the one that has the biggest governing influence on your life. And that's the subject of habits. Habits is certainly a big word in the personal development space. It's a word in everybody's life. We're all aware of habits. We all have habits. We have habits that serve us and habits that don't serve us. And I want to talk to you today about developing stronger habits, developing winning habits. How can we start to use some of the latest research in neuroscience to develop these winning habits and have lasting ones? How do we start to work with ones that we can really take to all new levels? How do we start to remove some of the ones that maybe we don't want in our life? And there's some great resources, tons of great resources all around habit. Probably the most detailed one or in-depth one that's digestible for the average person like me is uh, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg is a phenomenal book. Another great book on habits is one with a guest we just had on Tom Corley called Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. Habits are things that govern all of our behavior. At the end of the day, our automatic behavior, in other words, our habitual way of being is what's producing habitual results. So habits is one of these key, key, key areas that so often we don't, we don't focus enough on in developing the right habits and replacing ones with habits that serve us. So what is a habit? When we think about a habit, Tom described it on one of our previous episodes, but essentially a habit is a collection of neural pathways or neurons that fire together and they continue, as we repeat something, they continually fire and fire and fire in our brain and then they wire together, literally these neural pathways, these neurons wire together and they create a neural structure or a neural pathway that our brain, what our brain's trying to do is our brain is trying to make life easier for us. The brain is always looking for ways to consume less fuel, glucose or ketones. And when it can conserve fuel, it will. And one of the best ways for the brain to conserve fuel is by developing a habit. So the stronger a neural pathway, the neural pathway gets stronger and stronger. It's almost like if we're walking down, we're walking down a trail in the forest. And as we walk through, initially there might be bushes everywhere, but if you walk through it every day, every day, well, what starts to happen? A path starts to get made and you can see the clear path and it becomes easier to walk through the forest. That's a lot like our brain and analogy for our brain is it's creating these neural pathways and the stronger the path, the more reinforced, the easier it is to do because it requires less fuel from the brain. So that's why inherently we build habits and we all have habits in all areas of our life. We have habits of, you know, the time that we get up, what we do first thing in the morning. And most of us are in that habit of just being in our automatic way, our habitual way and automatic program. However, what we want to talk about today is how do we start to break free of maybe some of the limiting ones and start to create the space for some ones that really can help us elevate our game to all new levels. So habits, neural pathways in the brain that get reinforced. And then the brain is a fascinating thing, what it does to, to really to strengthen it. And there's, there's myelin. Myelin is, it's kind of like a sheath that protects these nerve cells or these, these pathways, if you will. And the more we reinforce something, the more we reinforce a habit, then the brain will bring more and more myelin around these. And it's almost like an insulator to make it faster for us, easier for us. So the brain is doing a lot of great work for us when it comes to habits. The downside to that, though, is that this is true of negative or positive. This is true of habits that service or don't service. And so it's always doing this work. So you, you may be in the habit of doing a bunch of things that you'd rather not do, and you know you wouldn't want to do them or you don't, you'd prefer not to do them, but then you keep doing them because of the act of habit. 
So how do we start to break free from some of these habitual ways? Number one is we've got to stop and really assess, stop and take a look at. And we want to list some questions that can really help us. The first one is what habits do I have that serve me right now? What habits do I have that serve me? Because we want to acknowledge the ones that are working, not just the ones that aren't working for us. So what habits do I have that serve me? And then you start to write them down. I like to use pen and paper. I like to use a journal. Some people like to type. That's up to you. I like the kinesthetic act of writing. There's a lot that goes into that. I mean, just the way it works with our mind and our brain as well, too. But however you do it is literally stopping to think, stopping to think, write down. What habits do I have that serve me? And start to jot those down because those are ones we can continue to reinforce. Those are ones we can build upon as well. And then we want to get to the next question. The next question is what habits do you have that don't serve you? And then we're going to make that list too. And that may, you know, for some people, if you're in the, if you're in the habit of looking at what you're not doing, your habit of what doesn't serve me may be bigger than your habits of what do serve me, but what habits no longer serve me or what habits do I want to change would be another one. And then we make a list of that. And when we start to take a look at what we want to change, now we've got to identify what do I want to replace that with? So what's the habit that I want to put instead of that? Because all habits can be summed up in this doing or not doing habits. They're all habits of doing or not doing. I'm either doing this or I'm not doing this, right? You're either smoking or you're not smoking. You're either eating too much or not, or, or eating the right foods or not. And everything can be summed up in doing or not doing. But what habits no longer serve me? What habits do I want to change? And then we replace it with the one that we want or we decide on the one we want to. Now, in terms of starting to build habits, what becomes the key to building a habit? Well, we've decided what the new one is. And you want to put it where you can focus it. So I'm working on some stuff right now. I was working on this morning, actually with Tiffany Julie, who you heard on the last episode or one of the more recent ones. But I was working on a bunch of, no- a bunch of notes. And then I was on a call with one of my mentors in business. And he was talking about certain things in our business that we need to do. Anytime for me in my life when I've really gone to work on changing a habit and really started to make something, really start to make some significant changes in my life, what I've now started to do is I've started to look at, uh, I got to keep it in front of me. So I'll write it down. I might write down a little plan. So I was working on a plan earlier in my book that I can keep in front of me. I can keep on my desk that I'll see every day reminders for me because anything we want to start to continually do, we have to remind ourselves. We have to become more conscious of it because our unconscious way, our habitual way is to keep doing what we've always done. And if we keep doing what we've always done, you're going to keep getting what you've always got. So I remind myself by literally writing it down, placing it in front of me. I'll put things up on my bathroom mirror. I'm actually about to go put something up on the fridge today of a goal that I have and something I want to focus on that has some triggers, some reminders, because the more aware I can become, the more conscious I can become of this, the more I can change it. And that's the gift that all of us have is the ability to change. We're, we're all habitual, absolutely, but we all have the ability to change. We all have the ability to develop new habits, to decide on a new one and start to work on it. No matter, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, number one, that's actually not even a true statement. You can teach old dogs new tricks. But number two, even if it was, we're not dogs, we're humans. And we have this unbelievable ability to decide and change, decide and change. And so that's what we're going to focus on. So we decide what is the new habit. Then you've got it written down. You start to write it down, keep it in front of you. So let's say your new habit as an example, it could be, um, you know, maybe it's exercising is something you want to work on or eating a certain kind of diet or foods that you're going to follow something like that. It could be reading your goals. It could be reading from a personal development book. It could be uh, communicating with your spouse. It might be something you do in your business or your job or your career. It could be saving money. I mean, it could be anything, but we write it down. And then one of the, some of the key things I've done in the past and continue to do in terms of developing a new habit, I'm very clear on what it is. 
I have some kind of tracking system. When it comes to developing a habit, what gets measured gets improved. So if you don't have a tracking system, it's hard to know how often if I'm doing it. But when I have a tracking system, and it could be as simple as your notebook that you just write things down and then you check it off. It could be an Excel spreadsheet you use. It could be a little printout that you put up on the fridge or the mirror or the nightstand, wherever it is. And you use that for starting to pay attention to it, starting to track it. There's value in that for multiple ways. Number one is you just start to visually see it. You can see, but number two, every time you check that box off, there's a little dopamine hit and we're wired to love dopamine. Dopamine is a feel good chemical. You can get dopamine from external substances and that's where addiction can come in, whether that be alcohol or, or nicotine or drugs or, or TV or social media, all these kind of things. Dopamine is a, a neurotransmitter, a chemical in our brain that we get rewarded for certain activities, a little dopamine hit and we become addicted to it. We can do that in negative ways. We can do it in positive ways. One of the positive ways to build positive dopamine is to literally track something and cross it off. There's a little dopamine hit every time we cross it off, but then you start to see it. You can start to see I'm three days in, I'm four days in, I'm five days in, and we want to keep that streak going. So the act of tracking is phenomenal neurologically what it does, but you just feel better. So even if you're not into the neuroscience of it, you just feel better as you track it. What gets measured gets improved. So decide on what's the new habit you want. Get clarity around that. How many times are you gonna start doing that? Is it once a day? Is it five days a week? Is it whatever it might be? Start to track it, start to measure it. Have something that you can actually tick off, cross off the list as you're doing it. The other tips you can do in terms of building stronger habits is have some kind of accountability partner. Who's someone you could work with on this? Maybe it's a workout partner. Maybe it's someone in your business you want to work with, with the amount of people you're going to contact, or it could be someone that you're going to do reading with. You're going to study the same book every, every day or something like that, but someone you can have some kind of friendship, accountability partnership, where you work together on that and you're accountable together, whether it's via text or a phone call or a Zoom call or whatever it might be, or in person, however you're doing it but that you're really working with the idea of actually starting to work together on this. Accountability partners are great things for developing new habits. Other great things that you can use is having this habit written down in the affirmative statement as if you already have it. So your habit may be exercising. I now exercise every single day, or I'm so excited now that I exercise every single day. Something like that. That could be it. It could be meditating. For a while, I was working on building the meditating habit. So I would write that down all the time. Every day I meditate. I love meditating every day. And I meditate almost every single day now, almost every single day. And I'll continue to do so because it's one of the, my favorite things to do now, but I, I had to work on developing that habit. So writing it down the affirmative statement, that can be part of your plan as an affirmation. That might be the thing that you keep in front of you to remind yourself of it. And again, going back to doing or not doing habits, what I would recommend is this idea is whatever habit you're looking at developing. If it's one you want to get rid of, maybe you've got a negative habit or a habit that no longer serves you, you want to get rid of. We want to make sure that we focus on replacing that with a positive habit because habits are a lot like uh, a lot like, I guess, in, in a way they say that nature abhors a vacuum. So in other words, if, if there's a vacuum, the space is going to get filled somehow. So if I am working on removing one habit, but I don't replace it with a more positive, constructive one, then what ends up happening is all of a sudden I'm going to find a way I might, I might work on, you know, getting rid of this one habit that doesn't serve me, but I re might replace it with a different one that doesn't serve me. So I want to have something constructive that can replace that habit. And when I've done that, now I'm working on, okay, I'm getting rid of this one. I'm replacing it with a more constructive, positive one. And it gives me something to work towards. It, it fills that space that fills that void because otherwise you'll fill it with something. And if we don't fill it deliberately, if we don't fill it consciously, then we will fill it unconsciously.
And if we're filling it unconsciously, then we're filling it with our old self rather than with our new self. What's my best self? Who the best version of me? And that's where we start to look at some of these new habits. All of this stuff, all of these things are little things we can do to start to put in our favor. Now, when it does come to building habits, the latest research, some of the most recent research anyways, is from London University. They did a massive study. And on average, on average, it took 66 days to develop what's called automaticity. Automaticity is where now it became harder to not do something than it was to do it. And with any kind of habit, we're always looking, that's what we're trying to do. We want it to be, for, for most of us brushing our teeth, it's harder to not brush your teeth than it is to do it because it's so habitual or, or getting dressed or whatever it might be. Or you might have these other, you know, maybe working out for some of you that that might be a really strong suit where you work out all the time. It's harder, it's harder not to do it than it is to do it because you built such a great habit. You're at that place of automaticity. So on average, habits took 66 days. Some habits are going to take you longer. Some habits are going to take less. There's a thing in personal development where they say it's 21 days to make a, to build a habit. I'm not really sure where that started, but I, I don't think that's true at all. I mean, there's how many of us have done something for three weeks and that was not a habit. Some habits might take six months. Some habits might take a year. It depends on what it is, but the more time we put into it, the more reps of this habit we do, the sooner it will become habitual, but on average 66 days. So when you're looking at building this new one, meditating, exercising, phone calls, reading, journaling, whatever the positive habit is, eating in a certain way, we wanna start working towards at least 66 days of it, 66 consecutive reps to build to automaticity, where now it becomes habitual. Now it becomes harder to not do it than it is to do it. That's what we're looking to build. Hey, whatever habits we're looking to build, we know the more intensity we put, the greater awareness we bring to it, the more deliberate we are in day-to-day -day working on it, the sooner we can have the change. And if it takes you 50 days or it took you 60 days or it took you 80 days or 90, or if it takes you six months, I don't think it really matters as long as we start installing those more empowering habits. And if you'll look at your life, imagine this, you know, when you make your list of the habits that no longer serve you and the habits that do and the habits you want to change and what you'd like instead, what if you were to look at over the next year, what if you just added two of those? two of those habits to your life? What if you added two really strong success habits to your life? How much different could life be for you a year from now than it is today? Or what if over the next three months you added one, right? And what if you did one every quarter? So one every 90 days and then the next year you added four. The more deliberate we become in this, the more powerful person we become. And I think that power, by the way, when I talk about power, I'm talking about your own personal power. Our personal power is to get ourselves to act in the way that we want to, is to create the life that we want. The most, one of any way, if not the, probably the most important impactful way is the habits we develop. So we're habitual creatures, we're habitual by nature. Our brain is wired to build habits. It's going to happen one way or the other. You're already doing it in your life. We've just got to establish, can you become more conscious with it? Can you develop more of a conscious awareness around these habits. And if you do, you decide on what you want, what serves me, what no longer serves me. Here's what I'm committed to doing. You start to track it. You start to measure it. You're starting to feel that, that joy of, of, of progressing towards a habit. You're doing it for 66 days. You're really working on that. Man, imagine a new you. Imagine what life's going to be like. It's going to be pretty freaking incredible. Doesn't mean it's always going to be easy. Doesn't mean you're not going to fall off track. Hey, we're all human beings. I do it still in my life today, but it's something I'm working on is how do I develop? And if I do get off course, then I want to get back on course, back on track with it. As soon as I notice it, 
Don't beat yourself up about it. It's going to be counterproductive if you start doing that. Instead, focus on what's right. Instead, focus on, hey, I missed a day, but I'm going to get back on track and go and do that. And man, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed at how quick things can turn around for you. So if and when you do fall off track, if you do, no big deal. It doesn't mean you can't do it. It doesn't mean you've lost it. It just means I missed a day. It's time to get back on track. So these are some of the things that I've done in my life. These are still things I work on when I am installing new habits. And sometimes I'm going through seasons of my life where I'm unbelievably focused on it. It's amazing. Sometimes one might drift away and it takes time to refocus it and dial it back in. That's okay. That's all part of the process. That's all part of becoming a better version of ourselves and working towards that best version of ourselves or that highest version of us that we can become. So in closing, what habits no longer serve you? What ones do serve you? What do you want to incorporate in your life? And what I want to challenge you to do coming out of this episode is I want to challenge you to talk to one person, find an accountability partner, say, hey, I listened to this podcast. I listened to this episode. I've decided that I'm going to work on this one habit and I want to hold, I want to, I want to hold myself accountable by talking to you about it. So share it with them, reach out to them. And then always, if you're new to the show, subscribe. Subscribe to the show. Click subscribe, Spotify, Apple, whatever, Google, whatever you're on, click subscribe. Do me a favor. If you're on Apple, leave a review for us. Share this episode. We want to get this information out to as many people as possible. Thank you for being with us. Love being in life with every single one of you. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great time in history to be alive. It's amazing. And we can change so much in our lives and our, the world around us by just focusing on us, ourselves, and changing our habits. Bye, everyone. See you soon. 